0: All
1: right, let's go hour number three on a Thursday. About to get into some album swap talk. Before that, I am Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. He's chosen this beat specifically for us, and he got on a run of songs about rain. So, Zay, I'm just going to guess this is the rain beat or the thunder dome or something. They definitely make it rain in this video. Yes. So there are a lot of women on this boat. So it's something John Morant would appreciate. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. What we got?
0: Big Pimpin', Jay Z, UGK. Oh, okay. Big Pimpin', Spinning Cheese. You remember that. Come
1: on. Big Pimpin' is off of, is that on the first Blueprint album or is no, that before that? Oh,
0: that's that Volume 3, Jay Z. My life, Sean Carter, or whatever okay.
1: they were called. So J- this is Jay-Z like 99. and UGK, and you're saying Jay-Z and UGK, this is them coming together correct? for a deal. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I got a feeling like I may mention Jay-Z coming up here um, in the UGK discussion, so interesting that you go that way. Jay-Z and UGK getting the hour started. Going to talk a little UGK. Going to talk some Chris Stapleton coming up. Real quick, your Masters leaderboard update. Victor Hovland is still the man to catch. Minus 7 through 16 holes. A couple of golfers at minus 5, Adam Scott and Xander Shoffley. Names you probably know. The group at minus 4 includes John Rahm and Shane Lowry. A couple names that you know. Some more names you know. How about this? Phil Mickelson in red numbers, minus 2 through 9. Jordan Spieth, minus 2 on uh, through 3 holes. Same thing for Scheffler, minus 2 through 4. Rory McIlroy, even through 4. And Tiger gets it back to plus 1 through 17. They're playing 18 right now. See if maybe Tiger can get it back to even par. He has not had a fantastic day, but it is not awful at this point, but he is uh, a ways back. Eight shots back of the lead right now for Tiger. All right. All right. Yeah, it hasn't been a fantastic start there uh, for, for Tiger. But maybe, uh, maybe one or both of the Longhorns will give you Texas fans something to watch. Uh, maybe Phil makes a little run. Who knows? All we can hope for, though, is that some big-time PGA guy and a big-time live guy have to play Saturday and Sunday. Man, that's what we're all looking for. Please. Give me like a Bryson DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy. Give me a Brooks Kepka and Scheffler. That's the kind of thing people are looking for. We'll see if we get it. All right, uh, some football news. We, we started with Cam Newton saying he's got a list of back, uh, people he would be willing to back up, but he still thinks there aren't 32 guys better than him. We're nine days away from Texas spring game. And uh, the Tyreek Hill story, he's going to be done after the 25 season when his contract ends. And if I freaked you out that there's an... Alabama football guard out there in the transfer portal. I screwed it up. Coach Terry, it's a basketball player that's out in the portal. Go check him out. Uh, I screwed that one up. Mr. Bradley is, uh, is a basketball guard, not a football guard. All right, uh, let's get into our album swap discussion. We've been rolling through different albums, and uh, through these last few weeks, it's been albums out of our comfort zone. Zay suggests an album that is in his realm of hip-hop, that he loves, that I'm not as familiar with. I give him an album I'm really familiar with that he hasn't heard before. So that's what we did once again this week. Zay, who's going first this week?
0: I'll go first,
1: Chad. You are going first. Zay had to listen to a little Chris Stapleton this week. Very impressed.
0: Yeah? I am not a country guy, but there's some country that's just too good not to listen to. Mm Mm-hmm. And Chris Stapleton won me over. Cool, he won me over. Glad Very to hear. impressed. This was his debut album. Just looking at his history, Kentucky guy, like a lot of these country singers nowadays got famous in Nashville. And before Traveler, the album came out. This is Parachute. This is a great song, by the way. He was writing songs for huge names, mm-hmm. huge names: George Strait, Tim McGraw, Adele, Darius Rucker, Luke Bryan. So. He already had great respect in the country, Bluegrass Nation, especially within artists. So that was fascinating to know. And just looking at like a little documentary about this album, he said it was like a 15-year process from when he was 23 years old to when the album dropped when he was 37. And he went on to say, you see a little bit of me as a 23-year-old, as a 28-year-old a 33 year old and now 37 year old married with two kids so you get all of that i dug it i like how he Talked about getting stoned on multiple songs, so clearly, light speed. Yep. Don't hear that much other than Willie Nelson. Well, I don't listen to country much. Sure, y'all can put me on some
1: serious potheads that yeah. are in the country field, but yep. still. By the way, later on, if you want to find another one of those songs on another album, he has a song called "Smoke Them Stems." Okay, so you can go check that one out.
0: Yo, yeah, he did that. <laughs> he loves so, it. So, yeah, man, super creative, super talented. I get why he has such a great following. The fact that his wife was on a few of these songs, Uh that's deep.
1: Yeah, not only songwriting, but helping harmonize there. The female voice that you hear in a couple songs is her. That's
0: very impressive.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, man, I... I was impressed. Chris Stapleton,
0: you got a new fan than me.
1: There you go. I'm glad to hear it, man. It is definitely a a different style of country. The bluesiness of it. His voice is so powerful. As long as you can get into that part, I think Chris Stapleton is an artist that a lot of different people can get into. And I'm really glad you played Parachute. That is one of my favorite songs on that record. When he sings about drinking, when he sings about drugs, when he sings about hard living, I just, I get way into it.
0: Now... I tried really hard to look if Chris Stapleton was an Ice Cube, Chris Tucker movie Friday fan. Okay. Because on that, might as well get stoned. Yeah. Don't really got much to do. Uh That reminds me of Chris Tucker. Kind of. Smokey. Yeah, yeah, right. Come on, Craig. It's Friday. (laughs) You ain't got no job. You ain't got ish to do. He probably watched Friday in Kentucky. He probably did. Yeah, so I think they need their credit a little bit. Well, yeah, that's what I was like, Chris is he a Friday fan? Come on, man. Come on, Craig.
1: <laughs> that's good stuff. That is good. Sometimes I'm drunk and sometimes I'm stoned. This is a great song, oh, too. Oh, it's a great song. This is a great song about the music industry that you don't hear all the time. It's about how music can tear you apart and change your life, but not in always the best way. It's fantastic. So uh, I'm glad you enjoyed Traveler, the 2015 album. If you want to go, you mentioned the Adele. That song is incredible. Um, he was a lead singer in a band called The Steel Drivers, right? And if you want to hear some of the b- real bluegrassy stuff, you can go listen to that. But it's good, just grimy bluegrass. I love it. And th- the song is called "If It Hadn't Been for Love," and that's the one Adele covered. And I heard her sing it. And I was like, that's a really cool song. And then I heard her say Steel Drivers, and then I made my way back to Chris Stapleton to kind of find the original version. That's a great track. Yeah. You'd love that song.
0: And Tennessee Whiskey, I've heard that before. Yes, you have. I did not know. I thought it was from him, but I was like, man, I've heard this song before. Why is it so familiar? And I found out it was a cover.
1: That's right. Very good. To George Jones song. Now, George did it true George Jones style, and Chris Stapleton pulled off one of the great covers of all time. All time. Made it his own. The first time you hear those lyrics, you're like, wait, I think I know. Like, Oh, he's doing this? I listened to it. It's the third track on the album, and it's when I totally fell in love with that record because I realized, holy hell, he's about to cover Tennessee Whiskey. Just an incredible idea. Yeah. And he he made it his, man. It's a great song anyway.
0: Yeah, he's a true music junkie and fanatic. He talks about... Music's always playing in his mind and head, so he'll be out somewhere, and he said he wrote one of the songs on the album on a Pizza Hut napkin.
1: Is that right? Just because he had
0: to get it out. Like, it came to him. He had to get it out. That was the only thing that was close that he could write on. So, man, it became part of this classic album.
1: All right, so you got a grade for me on Traveler. Chris Stapleton. 8.3. 8.3 in the the Zay grading system. That's a high grade there. That's a very high grade. 8.3. All right, I'm glad you like Chris Stapleton. Let's get to UGK, the underground kings from Houston, Texas. I have heard a little bit of UGK, but i would never been through an entire album. Zay chose Riding Dirty. It's their third studio album, July 96. And for the first time, Zay, I get to say that my album breakdown, in part, is from one Chad to another. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. You know, because they've made fun of my name my whole life. Maybe I should have called myself Pimp C or something C instead of going with Chad all these dope. years. But Chad, is it Butler? Is Pimp C? Oh. I believe. I don't know. I know he calls himself Sweet Jones, so I always think Chad Jones, but that can't be right. Rest in peace. I remember that time period when he passed away and how sad a lot of my music my rap music friends were. Yeah, 2007. 07 is when he passed away. And yeah, to to hear that that's what it was, was, that's terrible too. So to this album, um, I love... You know the the language is incredible. I was warned about the language. Oh my god, Chad, it's extreme. It's like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Wait, what? People talked about the language in the album and it was really hardcore and all that kind I of mean, stuff. I mean, yeah, but, but that's what I want. I, that's what I'm looking. Compared to for. other rap albums, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, they that's all right. They, it's me. They, yeah, you know, they look at me and they assume <laughs> this does not feel like a UGK fan to people. So I get it. Um, so, uh, but but you know, lyrically. Very raw. Um, you know, very you know, definitely into into the, the dirty side of things, which I love. Uh the vibe of essentially kind of the I guess prison vibe is the best way to say it. Yes, smoke D. I mean that that stuff, the the Pipsy's
0: homeboy smoke D that got locked up. That imagery
1: that's set there, this is that is that's intense. Yeah. So, so
0: somehow they smuggled a recorder in whatever penitentiary smoke D was in. So this person was literally in he prison. Was, yes, and you can hear him walking around, and be like, "Man, uh, these boys crazy out here." So that's all legit, legit when he's, way, talking he's talking about like, guys kissing and stuff like yes, that. That was all
1: legit from inside. All legit. Oh my god, that's that's amazing. Um, just incredible mood that is set with that. But Zay, I'm into runs on albums, and I'll tell you that. Track two, One Day, track three, Murder, track four, pinky Ring, and track five, Diamonds and Wood, that's a hell of a run. Yeah. My two favorites immediately after one listen are pinky Ring and Diamonds and Wood. Okay. First off, I'm a sucker for a song with a title that's got two juxtaposed images in it, so Diamonds and Wood is a great... I'm, I'm th- as soon as I saw the title, I thought, ooh, this should be interesting. It was great. The, the hooks are great. Rap is... So difficult to pull off for a lot of reasons. But one thing you gotta do in any kind of music, to me, is you gotta find something that's memorable. You gotta find something that'll bring them back. And just the art form of rapping sometimes doesn't do it by itself because it's so damn hard to do. And you're not gonna go back. Like trying to think of your favorite rap lines sometimes is like trying to think of your favorite moments from stand up comedy. You never get it right, you never fully reproduce it, but it's all those little hooks. Somebody texted us about Pinky Ring the other day. Now I know why. Dun, 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 pinky Ring, the end, the way that plays out, perfect. Diamonds yeah. and Wood, same thing. Um, the song F My Car was also oh, a- that's- high up there. This sounds uh, up there. so good, man. If um, it really is. Uh, but and, and both guys, I you know, I'm I'm not as good, obviously, yet on learning wh- which is Pimp C, which is Bun B. I think I can tell the difference in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Both really talented. Um, there's just yeah, there's a lot of great stuff on here. The song Riding Dirty, very chilled out at the end of the album. The outro is wild. Yeah, that is. I I don't think I've ever heard like a vocal almost like thanks to the album. They thank everybody from, like, some Atlanta rappers to Shaq. Yeah, they... (laughs) And it's nine minutes. You talk about the metal songs that go... It's eight minutes and 50 seconds of basically acknowledgments. They
0: thank Shaq. They thank Baby and Slim from Cash Money. Outcast, Goody Mob, C thanks, everybody on that outro. It's wild. Yeah.
1: yeah it, was a, it was a hell of an exit to an album. Uh, the one-day song with the the, the sampling on the album is incredible. Isley Brothers, Curtis Mayfield, Bootsy Collins, uh, all the different samples that are on there yeah, that they, are so catchy.
0: So Rodney Spencer, that's not Ron Isley. They just got a guy that sounds like him. Rodney Spencer is on the song right? One Day where he's on, la da, 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 that Ron oh, Isley. Oh, it's it sounds, so smooth. So
1: so good, though. It- so the thing I got to ask you about, Zay, happened on track seven. Now, I just need to make sure everybody's above board on this. Track seven is called Touched. It begins with lyrics that I knew. And I'm like, wait, why do I know that? And then it hit me immediately. It's from Jay-Z's 99 Problems. And I thought, wait a second, I didn't know this happened. So seven years later, Jay-Z starts a verse of 99 Problems with the exact word-for-word lines from this UGK song. And everybody's good with that when it happens in 03?
0: Yeah, because it's a homage. Okay, it's not jacking or stealing. So that's
1: taken as showing love. How
0: much he loved okay. UGK, Pimp C, wow. Bun B,
1: and that's when, now when you heard "99 Problems." Was it immediate for you? And you went, "Wow, that's awesome."
0: It wasn't immediate, or, but I remember them talking about it back then. Okay, and Pimp Jay Z, like UGK, owes Jay Z a lot because he's kind of what exposed the world to UGK. We knew uh, about them down okay. here in the South, but when Big Pimpin' came out, which CB, thank you for reminding me, Pimp C, he really didn't even like Big Pimpin' because it was so against what they're used to in the South, but they knew they had to jump on the opportunity. Their le- record label, Jive Records, did them wrong on this album. They didn't promote it. On There's this one no, here on Ride yeah, Dirty? Riding Dirty. Okay. They didn't promote it. There's no music videos. They didn't respect... Pimp and Bun like they should have. Yeah,
1: they sold eight hundred thousand copies, no singles and no videos. It's a joke. That's, it's an absolute
0: joke. But, that is so crazy. But nowadays, again, once everybody started listening to Big Pimpin' and stuff, they're like, Wow, these guys are pretty good. They went and started looking at the catalog, and that's why Riding Dirty is so classic that it yeah. is now. But Okay. Yeah, I Pimp C he's a genius. He produced most of the album with No Joe, Bun, just the hardcore of them and selling crack and show Texas poor the author and basically the first album they paid for with crack money
1: is that right? yeah wow uh, I love that you can hear their Texas accents every once in a while too <laughs> every
0: once in a while their the te- whole time their Texas
1: accents come through yeah. pretty hard uh, a lot of the times 3 in the morning's a great song but uh, okay so I'm glad to know that about Touched I now need to rethink Uh, Not that I don't still love 99 Problems. It's probably my favorite Jay-Z song. I just didn't realize that was a direct reference to UGK. I also didn't know that the overall theme of 99 Problems, but a B ain't one, that's from Ice-T. That's not Jay-Z's. And Ice-T, like, reclaimed it on a track later on with body count, and so I'm just trying to learn all kinds of stuff here. But this was a great record all the way through. Jeff Howe, if you're listening, I want you to pay attention. 9.5. 9.5. 9.5. 9.5 9.5 Nine 9.5 Nine Wow 9.5 9.5 the influential quality of it the sampling of it I know how important UGK is since they are from the state of Texas I've also got to give them love there but I just I love all the connections of it all the different things they mention that they reference Atlanta rap and they reference New Orleans rap and 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 just how easy these songs are it, the, how easy the presentation is. They get stuck. I, you know, I can see how these hooks have gotten stuck in people's brains over the years, over and over again. Uh, so I enjoyed it. I'm going nine five. Yo, people on say
0: B's verse. Which thank you, someone specs sex line for reminding me. Bunby's verse on murder is one of the greatest verses of all time. Definitely his greatest verse of all time. It's, it's Bum B Trick, and I'm the king of moving chick. It's not them finger licking. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. my
1: gosh, man. It's, that's a great song. It's, it's a great just- song.
0: Both of those guys, they're different but the same, mm-hmm. and that's how it flows.
1: Yeah, very good, very good stuff. Nine so, five, I'm going nine straight up. You nine five, you going Woo! nine even? Nine, you going even? nine even. Yeah, okay, there nine you go. Even. See, I'm grading from the uh, again, I'm grading from kind of the other side of the uh, the other side of the musical fence, if you will, where it's not where I, that's not what I was raised on. It's not what I grew up with, but I'm just trying to judge it for what is it, also how important. And how important the album is: fifteen on the Billboard chart, two on the hip hop chart, uh, and then I mentioned that he sold seventy thousand the first week and eight hundred and fifty. I shortchanged him: eight hundred and fifty thousand copies sold without a video and without a release of a single.
0: The album almost didn't come out.
1: That's crazy because
0: Pimp and Jive were heads and Pimp was asking for all these things, and Jive was like, "Nah." We're not going to do it. And Pip was like, F it then. we just going to go on tour. And N.O. Joe was like, whoa, whoa, one of the producers and Mm -hmm. also guys on the album. He was like, yo, we got something here. Uh We're going to do it the way that we do it in the South, the OG way. We don't need the big record label. We'll get it done. And then Pipsy was like, all right, I'll do it. And yeah, classic came from
1: yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. All right, so uh, next week we'll see what we do with the album discussion. Uh, Zay came up with an idea yesterday, and I'm just going to be double-checking with him on this because he is having, it, it's having both of us do too much work, I think. We need to discuss this. Too much it, work? I've listened to both anyway. No, no, because if we go into – so every single week you've been listening to both albums anyway. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure you. Now it
0: is now it is different if we listen to two fresh ones, two right. fresh albums we never heard. That is a lot different than me listening to a fresh Chris Stapleton for the first time, yeah. and me listening to Right and Dirty for the thousand.
1: Because I right because I was talking about doing each album. If we were to do if we we're going to do a new album, neither of us have heard. We just do the one album. But then Zay said, "Well, no, no, we should still do two albums." And I thought, "Well, that means we have to listen to two brand new albums a week." That sounds like it's a not lot. Bad. You
0: put it together. It's not bad. Right? Sounds a lot. It's
1: not bad. I mean, yeah. you got a lot more on your player at the crib than I do. I'm
0: just, I ain't got no kids, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. By the way, I did another I did a little bit of listening on this album in the line to pick her up at school again. Oh, do I get looks? Yo. I get look. When you see this sitting in a car listening to UGK, oh my God. It was made for the car. The looks that they give me. That's
0: Pimpsey and NO Joe. Before they were good to release it to jive and say, all right, we got the album completed, they would just ride around the Houston area, bumping the album is that to right? make sure it sounded right in the car because they knew how important car culture was in that area. It sounded
1: great with the music. Like F my Car Is Great in a Car. And that last track, Riding Dirty in a Car is different. That song feels I was driving when I uh-huh. I, 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 w- I was driving when I when I, when I played it and it just felt perfect. Yeah. It felt it felt like a slow cruising kind of a jam. Yeah. Go the, the the yeah, just making sure everybody sees the car. I also heard the word slab and thought of you. There we go. I heard the word slab and I thought of you and I thought remember Chad, don't ever use that word legitimately. <laughs> don't ever do that. No one will ever buy you saying slab. Yeah, UGK they
0: looked that ride dirty as a rec, like an album for the weekend where on Friday you got your hustling done, Saturday you partied, and Sunday you reflected. That's how the album's supposed to flow.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, there's definitely reflection at the end. Yeah, <laughs> we are reflecting at the uh, towards the end of this record. It definitely gets uh, heads down into uh, a different type of groove. All right, there you go with the album swap discussion. We hope all the Chris Stapleton and UGK fans uh, thought we did them justice. All right, coming up, it's two thirty, so it's why today matters. On this April sixth, we will get into some birthdays. Huge birthday tomorrow in sports makes us think of the biggest upsets of all time, and I'll get you updated on the Masters leaderboard next on the horn. Chad and Zay. Yeah. And we wanna send this out to Houdini. Grandmaster D. John Lily next to C. Yeah, they was dropping that park a long time ago. You
0: know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. All right, rolling through a Thursday. Chad and Zay with you. All right, I don't think this is on Ride and Dirty. It's not. What do you got for me? It's
0: supposed to bubble. UGK off the Super Tight album.
1: Okay, is this later than Riding Dirty or before? before. So this is one of the first two records.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, I love this album cover because they're in front of a looks like a Cadillac, and Pimp is rocking this icy, Mighty Ducks hockey jersey. Yeah. And Bun is wearing a classic Astros hat.
1: Nice. Um, I really enjoyed the. What's the way to say it? The twang in Pimp C's voice. Right. That that country twang that comes out every once in a while. And Bunby's got it a little bit, but not as much as Pimpsey does.
0: Yeah. I enjoy it. You that. can definitely tell the difference. Yeah.
1: By the way, I forgot to put the hood up earlier. Uh, I yeah. I feel really bad. I was, yeah. gonna, I was gonna put the hood up and get a little little bit of this it's action going don't on.
0: Marion is a poster to
1: Does this make me look tough at all? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it makes me look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't wear a lot of hoods in my in my life, which is good with this haircut. Because if I did, then I'd yeah, there'd be. You yeah, look
0: like a Sith Lord. That's not that
1: scary. <laughs> <laughs> like the Sith Lord's nephew yeah. <laughs> that didn't want to really train. I just like moving objects, Dad. Come on, yeah, just moving objects because he's lazy. Uh, uh Uncle Emperor, I don't want to hurt people. I just want to move stuff. I'd like, like to be able to staple papers that I'm going to touch them. Get out of here. What are you doing? All right, so UGK, uh, which was a part of the album swap discussion today. We'll see what happens next week. So I've suggested the Jelly Roll album for next week that neither of us have ever heard. That means if we're going to go with Zay's plan, Zay's got to find us an album that both of us have never heard.
0: Right now, I'm thinking Lil' Kim. Ooh. Cause I've never heard a Lil' Kim album through and through. Any of them? Like the maybe your know, notorious K oh, I M. Oh, I gotta find the best oh, one.
1: I think we've come up with our answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, find right. the one. Find the one. Because I right. have I have always wanted to do that and have never done it. Yeah. I have never sa- I have not not sat through an entire album of hers. But uh, I think even my sensibilities will be affected by the end of that album. Even I will think she went too far by the end of that album. I'm hoping that's what I'm counting on. Because she's the dirtiest to ever do it, correct, female side? Has anybody ever she's been right more there. consistently dirty than Ooh, her?
0: She's right there. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I right. blame Biggie Smalls for that. Well, Biggie,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. we might have
0: to go hardcore 1996. Which is weird, because from the Biggie, I've listened to
1: not a lot of dirty stuff. In, I'm just oh, kidding. Really? I'm just kidding. No, I'm totally kidding. Uh, and I feel like on the uh, Ready to Die album, there was a recording that was legit, too. I felt That felt legit. I felt like that wasn't acting on a couple of the tracks there. But I am fascinated to know that that UGK stuff is literally from inside a prison. That's nuts. That's amazing. Oh, that's incredible. All right, so uh, let's get you an update on this Masters leaderboard. It's tightening up. Hovland still leads at minus 7 and he's done. 65 for the day. John Rahm is chasing him. Minus 6 through 17. Golfers at minus 5 are Adam Scott and Cameron Young. Brooks Kepka at minus 5. One of the live villains uh, this weekend. Scotty Scheffler minus 2. Spieth minus 1. Those guys are about 5 or 6 holes in. McIlroy even through 6. Mickelson even through 11. Tigers done with a 74. That probably doesn't get it done since he's a good ways back already but we'll see what happens on uh friday saturday also get ready for weather at the masters tomorrow i think they're going to be affected and saturday and saturday it might be like 50 degrees and raining Damn! so they may have to move some things around at the masters just get ready for that if you are watching all right let's get to uh why today matters i saw a birthday that brings up a real easy sports question here we go Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or SinusSnoringEnt.com. All right, April 6th, headed into the 7th. First and foremost, we want to wish everybody a happy Easter. We don't have a show tomorrow. Whatever Easter means for you and your family, we hope you have some good uh, good times, uh, good food, good fellowship, good family, good sports, watch the Masters, whatever it is that you love to do around Easter. Good egg hunts for all you kids out there best i'm past Uh, them eggs expensive nowadays chad we might have i know uh, i'm not see i'm not a part of it anymore my kid is 16 we don't do the egg hunting anymore or egg coloring anymore uh, for the last few years but that is a special time when you got the little kids running around with the uh with the egg hunt so hopefully all that works out for everybody
0: like instead of stuff in the egg hunt you're just gonna get the egg because eggs are so expensive nowadays
1: no you're gonna get what my mom did which was plastic eggs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they did
0: <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I ain't mad at Mama Hastings.
1: I wasn't mad either, because when you opened it up, Hershey's Kiss was inside. Ooh, yeah, or something, or money. She put like she put little coins in there, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so hopefully everybody has a great Easter. Also tomorrow, I got to mention a couple birthdays. My favorite running back of all time, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, Tony Dorsett has a birthday tomorrow. Shout out to Tony. Tony, of course, the old school is. Pitt, Tony D, will be 69 tomorrow. Uh, the Barber Twins, Rondé and Tiki, will be 48. The Buck fan in me tells you I need to mention Rondé, who is now a Hall of Famer. Congrats to him. He goes in officially later this year. Tiki was a stud as well and won a Super Bowl with uh, No, 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 didn't win a Super Bowl with yep, the Giants. Yeah, he retired the year before. He. Some people believe he was the reason they didn't until then. Some people believe he and Coughlin and the locker room issues were a, a problem, and then once he was gone, things changed for the better. i, I that was what it was back then, anyway. Weird. I don't know what I don't know if that was it, but the bar. Yeah, I think a Tinky Barber. I think of that high tuck he got. Yes. With the ball every time he carried that thing, and it worked. That's one of that my. That's a great. I always bring that story up too, man. About the just the evolution of a game and learning certain things. Tom Coughlin got on him about it, and he became the most sure-handed running back out there. Yeah. And when he would go in full speed, and he had that thing <laughs> yeah, things hanging up look in the air. So end. weird. It looks so strange. Uh, Rondy and Tiki will be 48 tomorrow, and Zay. Buster Douglas will be 63 years old tomorrow. So, for you, give me your favorite individual upset of all time.
0: Ooh, individual.
1: Favorite individual upset. Do you have one that sticks out? Now, I don't know if you – mean you may not be a fight guy or a tennis fan or a golf fan yeah, or any of that stuff. Yeah, so I'm not we, big enough
0: fans to have an
1: individual. So, is it a team sport for you? Definitely a team. What's your favorite
0: upset team-wise? Uh, you're going to love this. We Believe Warriors, 2007. Beating the Dallas Mavericks, first round, 1-8 matchup. Warriors got in like the last
1: game of the season. I hadn't even discussed this with the world. you. I'm just trying to have a nice discussion on a Thursday. Shock the
0: world, Barrett This is what Davis, you're doing. An 8-over-1. Ellis, Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, the Damn, crew.
1: That's cold. I'm sorry I asked now. The eight, That was the second 8-over-1 Cause the first was Matumbo, yeah, and the Supersonics. Matumbo laying on the ground with that basketball, yeah,
0: but that was a little different. That was five game series back in the nineties. Right. This was Three seven games,
1: so it meant a little bit. Oh, was it? Was it, it a seven meant a little game little bit series? More.
0: Dirk was MVP. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, y'all that smoked one. that one. That one hurt because remember at that moment there's no title and especially if you thought they took that title from you the year before. Oh, yeah, and you're in a position to go right? go back there. you number one seed. You have a chance to get the vengeance from the Dwayne Wade thing. You are the number one seed, and they take you out. By the way, remind me, who was the head coach of Golden State? Donnie Nelson. Dear God in heaven. I, saying, I, so I, I still, Even with the title in 2011, I still get cold chills thinking about that series. Everything that played into it, horrifying. I am Come so, on, Avery. so glad you brought that up. Buster Douglas, again, will be 63. To me, it is the greatest individual upset I've ever seen. Vegas didn't take money on it. Most of Vegas. It was one or two books. They made the documentary called 42 to 1. I think somebody laid it out at 42 to 1. Zay, it was such a non-fight. It was on regular HBO. No pay-per-view. I watched it live. My dad didn't want to watch. I had friends that didn't want to watch. I was just, you know, it was me in my high school years, so I was just home, you know, with no date and no party.
0: (laughs) With no date. Because you know
1: me, they didn't invite me to the parties because they thought I was a narc. So I'm just sitting there watching. I will never forget that fight. I can still hear Jim Lampley saying, down goes Tyson, and he couldn't believe he had said the words and Mike almost had him like fifth, sixth, seventh round, somewhere in that range. Mike had a little flurry, and then the round ended. And I always thought if that round hadn't ended, I think even Mike in Tokyo with all the girls and all the things we've learned yeah, since then. Yeah, that's what
0: then, I'm saying. He's sniffing coke off of Japanese women's oh
1: bottoms. God. He went full blast in Tokyo. He almost had Buster then and, and, and escaped it. But then after that, you could just feel it. It's like, this is about to happen. This is going to happen. And back then, it wasn't internet. It wasn't social media. You would have had to physically call people and say, are you watching what's happening? I just, I can still see it, man. That's the craziest one I've ever seen.
0: But weren't there things in Tyson's life that were like leading up to the fight that were a little questionable to where after the fight happened, you're like, okay, this makes sense. Like him having to chase Brad Pitt for... Brad Pitt game with Robin Gibbons and stuff like Uh, that.
1: There were some factors, yeah. If you watch those document the documentaries they've done with Mike, and he's been really forthcoming about all this information. Yeah, there was there was just so much going on, and then just the fact that the lack of focus, uh, the lack of focus overall in in getting ready for it, and that's I can't remember about when Customato died, and then his that effect on Mike that never really went away, and just yeah, he was at such a horrible place in his life, and Buster just fed on. All of it.
0: Yeah, man. How can I focus on Buster Douglas when I got to deal with pretty boy Brad Pitt and stuff dealing with my girl, man? This is ridiculous.
1: (laughs) That's not bad. We need to have you record like Mike Tyson and Dusty Baker talking life. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I always enjoyed the, uh, the Jamie Foxx Mike Tyson.
0: Where's that movie coming out? I always felt
1: like that was That movie was was supposed to happen. Yeah.
0: He was supposed to play Mike in the movie, and I've seen a lot of different biopics that Mike wasn't about, like Hulu tried to do it, and Mike Tyson said that he didn't agree with anything Hulu was doing. So Uh, I've been expecting Jamie Foxx to really show out, but Jamie, he ain't that young Jamie no more. He's still a good-looking dude, but I don't think we'll see that heyday, black short, black, you know, Black Shoes, Mike Tyson, that everybody would like to see Jamie Foxx play. I don't think he can do that.
1: Now. Yeah, if Mike's not behind it, I don't want to see it. I want Mike to be fully behind whatever they put out. I don't need anything. I don't need biopics. I don't need movies if Mike's not with it. I want Mike to be completely behind what's happening so we can fully tell those stories. That's what I love about him, that he's been honest through the years about everything that's happened. He's led one, he led one of the craziest lives in the history of sports. I mean, Incredible.
0: Chad, why do they have to mess with me, man? All I want to do is just fight and hang out with my pigeons.
1: <laughs> why
0: they got to keep messing with me, man? Don King, everybody against me, man. Drive me insane.
1: Maybe it's because I just heard the album, too. There's a little pimp C in your Mike Tyson. <laughs> just a little bit. You got a little bit You got a little bit of your Texas twang in the Mike Tyson, I think. Yeah,
0: definitely not from Bed Stuyves. Definitely not. This dude is not from Bed-Stuy. Just a
1: little bit. All right, so happy birthday to all those folks. Shout-out to Buster Douglas pulling off one of the craziest upsets anybody's ever seen. He will be 63 years old tomorrow. Hope Buster's doing well. All right, coming up, stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, one more check on the Masters leaderboard, and then we will be done for the week. Again, Texas baseball. No game today. They're going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. As soon as we hear times, we'll let you know. So keep it right here on the Horn.
0: And say. Oh,
1: that's a great little—that's a great little hook there too. That that female voice in this song. This is Tupac, correct? Yeah, yeah. Angry Tupac. And I'm reading back to the UGK Riding Dirty album. That before Tupac died, he thought a whole lot of that album. Yeah. And next, apparently expressed a whole – and they, by the way, they thanked him. They thanked everyone but me back in 96 because uh, they didn't know me at the time. But he got thanked too.
0: Yeah, Scarface, when him and Pac made smile and they were together, Scarface put Pac on UGK. And Pac was like, dang, y'all got some serious talent down in Texas. So That's
1: very yeah, cool. big and, time. And Scarface is not a part of UGK. He was a, his own thing at the time, right? Yeah. He was just a fan.
0: Yeah, Ghetto Boys.
1: He was with Ghetto Boys, mm-hmm. and then they still – That was kind of cool. Yeah, even though
0: Ghetto Boys was in rap a lot and UGK was in jive, everybody had mutual respect for one another. How
1: about that? Supporting each other. I like that. Um, All right, so we got... Tupac rounding it out. We had UGK earlier this hour. Zero earlier in the show. Loose ends. Millie Vanilli. Madonna. Zay went on a little bit of a run of rain songs because it is wet out there. Please be careful driving around. Jay-Z and UGK with the beat to start this hour. As you just heard Craig Way say in the Craig Way report, no Texas baseball today. They'll try to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Keep it right here on the horn as soon as we hear and follow our social media as soon as we hear the times. We will let you know. In terms of the Masters, minus 7 is still the lead. The 65 that Victor Hovland posted is what they're all chasing. John Rahm at minus six. Everybody but Hovland still out on the course. John Rahm minus six through 17. Cameron Youngs at minus five through 17. Adam Scott. In a group at minus four, and your other big names, Tiger shot a 74 today, plus two. Rory McIlroy is there as well after seven holes. Rory's in some trouble. Phil minus one through 12, Scheffler minus two through seven, and Jordan Spieth minus two through six Holes Masters continues. They are on the air now uh, in terms of ESPN, and they'll be covering those rounds today and tomorrow, and then when you get into the weekend, obviously. Hello, friends. It's Jim Nance without the worry of basketball anymore, just focused on that uh, football and golf stuff. They will uh, CBS will have it for you throughout the weekend. All right, let's get you stems and seeds, get you a couple other stories today. No
0: stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks.
1: Brought to you by A.B. Consultations, two five five eight six seven eight 8678 or go to AVconsultations.com. Let's go back to our first story of the day and give Cam Newton massive thanks for giving us a gift. Cam Newton, in a bizarre podcast comment, says there are not 32 guys better than him, but he would consider being a backup, and he has a list of guys he would consider backing up. I'm not kidding. They are in order. Deshaun Watson, wherever Lamar Jackson ends up, Justin Fields, Tua, number five is let's see who is, oh, the the rookies. Stroud, oh no, Malik Willis is five, then Stroud, Young, and Richardson, then Hertz is seven, Aaron Rodgers is eight, Josh Allen's nine, Sam Howell is ten, and Cam Newton's wearing a hat with the top cut out so the dreads can go straight up top. Can he not put him in the back? Does his hair not work that nah, way? Nah, because that means the hat
0: will poof up. It wouldn't fit. It wouldn't be snug. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. You just don't wear the hat. What's the. Oh, he's got to wear the hat. Oh, okay. He's a big hat guy. I see. He's got to wear it. Okay. Then if you're a big hat guy, then you got to fully commit to a hairstyle that allows you to wear the hat. Nah. What are we. I mean, become a visor guy. Visor guys can do that. But that's the thing. It's kind of like a visor top hat. You can't be cutting those hats up, man. That thing has to cost a little bit. By the way, I like that he used a hat from like a, a a newspaper reporter in a '50s movie, like a black and white movie. That's what it looked like to me. It even looked like he had a little card stuffed in there. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, Cam it, got a lot of Mike Hardens in them. He got that Alabama pimp in there. It, <laughs>
1: it looked like it looked like he had an index card slipped into the into the brim of the hat or the what do you call it, the band of the hat. Maybe that was his list for oh, the cam. quarterbacks
0: he wants to back up.
1: I just have a challenge for this long weekend. Angel Reese, you're up. I need something. I need something. Nah, let's cool out, Angel. A comment, a thought, breakdown, presidential you know, history for me. What do you need? Can, by the way, does Kim Mulkey have a comment? I'd like to hear her thoughts. Man, she didn't have a comment about Brittany Griner. She ain't going to have a comment about this. Are they going to the White House or not? I want to uh, find out. She I'm, might go. By herself. Oh, my God. Kim by herself, hanging with Jill and Joe. That'd be a weird shot. I know she'd wear something cool, though. I know she'd be drinking, too. We know. Yeah, that probably would be true. All right. Uh, everybody have a great, long weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Keep it right here to find out what happens with Texas baseball. Ball, don't lie, is coming up. Everybody stay safe, happy Easter, and stay dry. See ya!